I was like kind of beginning. She's like, yeah, I got a dog that's super friendly. Um, so Bet. this is playing with the dog. Only thing, Guinness ate the dog's food. I'm like, uh, I didn't like fuck. that because like different type of food. Dog, he, he was shitting. That nigga had oh, these super storm this morning, shits, bro. That Man. nigga super shits, bro. Damn, I was, his shit was runny. Like he like he shit like I live in the backyard. He shit it three times out there. He shit it one big one on the run. I'm like fuck, man. He was far last night. I was playing Call of Duty. I'm like, ugh. But anyways, that's your boy though. That's your boy though. <laughs> Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Summer 16 Podcast, a podcast between two friends who met, well, you guessed it, in the summer of 2016. Um, my name is, I'm going to say I'm here with my dog. My name first is Tunde, uh, or Todd underscore seven, and I'm here with my dog, John Bowie, or on Instagram, as he likes to be called, at John Bowie. Every <laughs> Wednesday, we'll have new episodes where we somehow figure out how to combine our different views our experiences and beliefs to talk about anything and always having, leaving, learning something new. On today's episode, we're going to catch up on our weekend. We're going to talk about our new segment called Say What? And then we'll get to some current events. And lastly, uh, we'll get into our uh, waxing hypothetical this week. I think John has a pretty good one. And then you know, as we always leave our show, we give you our recommendations of the week with our AVM segment. So, with that said, what's up with you, dog? Man, uh, I'm just riding high this weekend for the most part. I want to thank you for that lovely introduction, Tunde. <laughs> uh, I, I think that I think that one thing that people haven't realized about our show, and, and you know, I think that it's time to kind of announce it now is that you have been determined to be the summer 16 sex symbol whoa, and i'm whoa. just a person and i'm just a personality and it's official whoa. now i wanted to take the time to get it out there and just and just say this i felt like i should start the show with it um yes and the alliteration i practiced it beforehand just so i was ready tunde you are the summer 16 sex symbol where is this, and where i'm is this the personality from? listen the people have spoken bro they they reach out to me because I'm easy to talk to, and they say, "Hey, John, man, like, what's good with your boy Tunde, man? Like, what's up? What's up? What's up?" And I just figured, oh, you know, I, hey. I see what this is. So, uh-huh. listeners, the exact opposite happened. No, to me, no, no. Tunde, what's up with your boy John? That never happened. And John was like, I told John about it. John was like, who me? <laughs> he put his, he put his, he put his hand over his chest. He's like, me? <laughs> oh man! See now, the I, I hope that everyone out there listening can just feel the projection th- through the airwaves because Tunde, you know this is all about you, bro. And you're you're scrambling right now, bro. You're scrambling to just try to throw it off on me like I'm the yeah, one doing this. Fine. The one the one person, not the one person, the the person who asked me, who will probably listen to this episode. Mm-hmm. When she hears this, she know the truth. Who the sex symbol of this podcast is, bro? You can't just do based off of one person, bro. You are the summer sixteen sex symbol. Own it, Tunde. Own it, bro. I'm the personality. I'm the the charisma. 
Okay, I'm the mouthpiece. You just stand there and look good, bro. That's fine. Oh, okay. All right. Sure. It's sure. Fine. I know. Whatever. It's fine. You know what? I'm gonna make us a poll. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Yes. Do it. <laughs> Are we gonna post thirst traps and then like let people vote? So, like, yep, side by side. Like, side by side thirst traps. And then, then put the poll right in the middle. Mmm. And, yeah. and like be like, pick your favorite snack or some shit. <laughs> See? <laughs> Just based I'm on that, kidding. just based on that, on that statement, we all now know who the who the sex symbol is. No, no, I'm the charisma. I'm the okay. the funny. That's what I do. I'm the personality. Oh, okay. Right. So, and you're you're stoic. You're in the cut. You know, you tall as fuck. Like, just own it, bro. I'm not even that, I'm not even that tall. Shut your. And, and, that's, uh, and on top of, on top of that, cuss. you almost what, made me cuss. What does what does tall have to have anything to do with this conversation? I think like. If it's gonna be a symbol, it should be probably like statuesque so people can see it. You know what I'm saying? Like I'll be moving through the club having to like bob and weave and shit, bro. Like I'm whoop 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 whoop. You know what I'm saying? I'll be raising my hand at the bar, like, see me. You feel me? Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you ain't shit, yo. I want drinks too, please. Please. Yo, I'm, I'm over here. I'm over here jumping up and down and shit. Oh, whatever, yo. Damn, bro. No, Own it, Tune. No one wants to hear that. Own it, Tune. No one wants to hear that. It's like we about to put this poll up, dog. Yeah, and we'll see. We'll see the results. The people, the people won't lie. Hurt. My feelings gonna be all hurt. They gonna be like, it's gonna be like ninety percent you, and like I'm gonna have like mm. a fan or two. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, dog. I don't know. It's okay, Tune. I don't understand why you get so gun shy, bro. Like, own it, fam. Uh, anyways, <laughs> John's John's talk, talking nonsense. <laughs> no, it's. I'm still getting used to like recording on Sundays. It's kind of weird yeah. to me, recording like, Sunday mornings. But I'm used to asking you this question like after the weekend is over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but how's your weekend going so far? Um, overall, it's been it's been pretty solid. I think the highlight of note, um, beyond the discovery that I just you know kind of announced to the the world is uh our collab with uh our friends at the courtside theory man the, oh, yeah. the podcast with, uh, presented by the courtside theory we went live with them on twitch yesterday that shit was dope as fuck bro. Yeah, it, was, like, it was fun and was even just fun. the whole the live aspect to it like shout out to noel again we've been shouting him out the last few weeks rightfully so but man the work that it that they got to put in to kind of set that up present that in like a really cool way and like even add all the graphics for the questions and stuff like man like that's a lot of work man and i and i really appreciate it like i felt all the love doing that show with them bro like yeah and and like the all uh, the like the live the live chat was cool as yeah well. like you get like like instant feedback mm-hmm. yeah it's something we don't have on our show because like you know we like record prehand like beforehand and then like publish it but yeah. it would be it would be cool to like at least just do it one time and see like how it like work out. If we were to do if we were to do a a live episode, like do you think we would do like a watch sort of thing or like what sort of how would you envision us doing a live episode? Do you think it'd just be like our normal podcast live or would it be like for events? Uh, I like the event aspect, but it would be like what type of event? Like election watch party. Maybe that's that's the one that's coming up that I would think about, right? Like, yeah. But even then, that could just be a dumbass long ass stream, though, too. You know what I'm I saying? Know. 
where we would just be fucked up by the end of it drinking to, uh, <laughs> drinking to a, an election results. And even this year's election is going to be weird, right? It's, yeah, it's going to probably take a month before we even know who, air quotes, wins. Yeah. Or at least a week or so, depending on, like, how fast the post office can move. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. Uh, maybe BET Awards or something like that? I don't know. Yo, I'm black. On war shows. Yeah, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't fuck with the Grammys or, or Oscars or what, what else is there? Tony's? I don't even know their names because I uh, fuck with BET. I know. I just know it's called EGOT. So it's the Emmys, Grammys, Oscars, and Tonys. That sounds about right. I yeah. didn't even know the EGOT thing. Yeah, because I know John Legend had got it. So that's the only reason. He got an EGOT? Yeah, I think he got all four. Oh, that's impressive. So, yeah. yeah. So Shout yeah. Shout out to John Legend, man. He's he's good. He, you know, he deserves more flowers. He deserves more flowers? Yeah, like people don't talk about him like as much as they should. Huh. I, I feel like he's talked about adequately. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like his last album didn't get the praise it deserved, and it was really good, too. To be fair, I can't remember the last time I listened to an, a, an entire John Legend project. I listened to, like, the good songs, and then I'm like, all right, thanks, John Legend. Like, <laughs> move, move around. Yeah, I mean, I do think that they have some moments of relationship goals, him and Chrissy, like... The picture of him eating chicken wings off of her booty cheeks, like that was that's like hashtag goals Listen, for real, for that's, real. That's two things that I love. Man, booty cheeks and chicken. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, the outtake. I'm still in that <laughs> outtake. <laughs> oh, but man. it's so true. It's so true. It's so true. Oh man, yeah. Yeah, but um, I, I couldn't have said I, it more perfectly. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what else we, we could we could do besides like those two things. But yeah, I think we should try at least once. Um I think it's cool that they use like different servers, like um yeah. Twitch and Discord to kind of record and have like the chat and stuff. So that mm. was pretty cool too. Like um because I, I have a Twitch account and it was funny because like last night after getting back from like my outing with the bros, like I came home and I and I played Call of Duty. And like, I was like, oh, let me let me live stream my like my like my gameplay. And I opened up Twitch, and I was like, oh, look, has the entire podcast like sitting right there on Twitch. I can watch it like later on. Our episode, our episode was up yeah. already. Yeah, I was, I was watching some of it on TV. On my TV. Oh shit! Mm-hmm. Oh shit! How did we look? Like uh, pretty good. I think towards the end, in like my lighting, like because I was using the natural light from the sun, so the yeah. sun started to go down, so my room got kind of dark. But besides mm-hmm. that, I think. Pretty good. It was kind of fucking up your sex symbol status, you know. Relax. Yeah, Relax. No, I get it, I get it man. I'm trying to figure out how you you stayed so like on your side, and we both live on the West Coast. Bro, why are you trying to play me? Like I'm over here translucent, bro. Is that even the right word? I don't know. Illuminated. That's what I am. Ice cream. Bros. Naturally, I got a good. I got a good aura. You feel me? Being Ice the ca- being the char- charisma for the podcast. Like I just be, got a good ass aura. Be, be being a light skin, bros. Nah, low key, it's just a lamp that I put on uh, my desk. <laughs> I, need, I need to get a lamp for my office. I got this like little like uh, Swedish little you dig type shit. You see this joint? It looks off. Uh, yeah. Looking like a little dome lamp joint. I'm out here getting bougie, bro. I'm about to come back when motherfuckers see me again in 2021. G, I'm about to be swole as shit, skin skin popping, 
I'm gonna try to be the sex symbol for 2021, man. You got this year. I I'm, I just I just got this. back in the gym too. Whew, I'm ready for 2021, dog. Um, yeah. Listen, I, so uh, John and I are supposed to be going to Yacht Week next year. Uh, so bruh. listen, I, I'm trying to be uh, shirt off like the entire trip. Bruh, what's a shirt? I'm not I'm not packing no shirts. <laughs> I mean, the airport with no shirt. <laughs> I pack no shirts, bro. What what's a shirt? I don't even know. I don't even know. So, but yeah, yeah. Um, shout out again. Shout out to um, Unacclaimed um, podcast presented by Quartet Theory. Like, super dope to have to be on this show. And we we should definitely have them on our show again. Oh, um, for sure, for sure. We got some things in the works, man. We ain't gonna yeah. we ain't gonna give our secrets away now. But I think we got some stuff in the works. Um, because just even just getting together and shooting the shit with the guys, man. Like, it's a lot of fun. And with this virtual world, like being able to do it with these guys halfway across the world, man, super fucking awesome. Super oh, yeah. fucking. Like I think what five different cities. Uh, yeah, San everybody's Ho- a different city yeah, now. San Jose, Portland, uh, Seattle, Melbourne, Sydney, Melbourne, Melbourne. Melbourne. Sorry, sorry, Melbourne, Melbourne, and, si- Sydney. and Sydney. Yeah, five different cities. Yeah, yeah. I'm re- for my Aussies out there, yo. I'm a, I'm gonna keep them straight, yo. I'm gonna hold. <laughs> Jump on the ball, babe. Speak. All right, I know. I want to side. I want to sidetrack real quick. Okay. You made that 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 accent. So I want to talk about this. We talked about it in our text group, or okay. Yesterday, the tweet of of the weekend when uh, was it Slimmy Hendrix said he said he said uh, I know everyone's oh. right now. Someone asked this question: Have you ever seen any British people eating a salad ever? And I was like, I started thinking about it. I was like, hold on. Do they even have salads in England? Bro, okay. As, you know, I don't know if I've told you this, but I'm from London. Uh-huh. Did I tell you this? Across uh, the pond? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm from London. Me and 21 Savage grew up together. Actually. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Same neighborhood, everything. Um, Piccadilly? Uh, say what? Piccadilly? Piccadilly. I mean, hey, don't I rep Piccadilly, yo. St. John's, <laughs> St. John's Woods, yo. Where y'all at? Come find me. We out here. Um... Hampstead Garden Suburbs, B. <laughs> Hampstead Garden Suburbs. Throw your, rep your set. Uh, there are, like, it was, okay, the, the tweet was hilarious because people lost their minds. Like, yes. Like, the comments, you when you sent that to me and, like, just told me to read the comments, like, they were going so hard, like, talking about, oh, I Googled salad in America, and it was, like, jello salads and, and macaroni salads and, like, all these, like, ridiculously looking, like, things and shit um but yeah they got salads on london man you know my my hometown got salads b i don't th- i don't think you you quite described how far they went on america it's like at least we have at least we have uh at least we have health care yes at, at least we don't have to worry about school shootings i was like yes. sheesh over yes. a salad that you know when you have you like, healthcare and you don't you're right like oh just go to school and get shot already and shut the fuck up and i'm like <laughs> I'm like wow jesus but low key i feel like that's what people think of our country bro like sometimes i think other countries really look at us and be like there's some aspects of our nation that's like third world country as fuck yeah people are like are you not scared to go outside what if you get shot like jeez right? like it's like low key i feel like even even like with Yacht Week or something, like we would go to another country and they'd be like, Oh my god, you're black in America? Are you okay? And I'll be like, uh, No. 
I'm and not. as a matter of fact, I'm not. <laughs> That's why I'm here. <laughs> there's this new show. There's this. There's a, not even. It's not a new show. But you know, I like previously I've talked about how 90 Day Fiance is my shit and all those like ridiculous shows. Yeah. There was there was one that I was like scrolling through a bunch of stuff to watch, and it was like called 90 Day Fiance the other way. And I think. Oh yeah, I think I seen Caddy watch that before. And I think isn't the premise that like instead of them trying to come to America, it's like I'm trying to get the fuck up out of America. Yeah, I think there's one couple who's like is a black woman who from America she goes to like Lebanon or something, and like she converts to Islam, and like it's a whole adjustment for her. Yeah, that's a commitment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, if you were to, if you were to, okay, this is the last thing before we move into our next segment. Um, if you were to have to. 90 day fiance the other way what country would you want to go to and it can't be okay it can't be an english speaking country primarily english speaking country uh it's definitely going to be on the continent of africa i'm trying to think which which country wait africa's a continent Yes. <laughs> I used to be. It's good, it's that's country. how motherfuckers really be asking. That's how motherfuckers really. Africa, like, oh yeah, like you're from like the country of Africa. Like, no, no. I used to be able to name every country in Africa, low key, on the map. Oh, I can't. I know that much. Yeah. But speaking black. of con- two continents, Europe is not really a continent. But I, I mean, uh, gonna, it's a subcontinent. But we're okay. gonna keep going. Um, uh, I whatever. Think, I think I would pick. Uh, Ethiopia. Really? What? Yes. Why? Or or Eritrea, either one. Eritrea, nah, that Eritrea. makes sense. Yes. That makes I sense. mean, you know, you know. Listen, what's understood don't need to be explained. Hey, like right. <laughs> <laughs> That makes sense. I like that answer. Yes, yes. Um, shoot. Well, I'm about to be over here. Hello. Uh, if I were to pick, if I were to pick uh, a a country in Africa, um, I was just on Instagram the other day, bro, and I saw the most beautiful woman, and she's no, 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 it, of any place, of any place, and she was Namibian. And I was like, damn, like it, it made me like Google like what do women in Namibia look like? Shorty was so fucking gorgeous. So I would move. I, I, I know like, you saved the, the Instagram page. Just go and send it to me later on. You know what? I'm pulling it up right now. What are you talking about? <laughs> are you joking me? I didn't know about a screenshot and then been like, I'm just gonna put this in like a uh a, a wish list. A be- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, but 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 all that being said, I think my actual answer of where I would like want to ninety day fiance the other way. I mean, I would say Japan, bro. I would I would really like. I've been just on this huge wave of like I would love to just be like dual citizenship, like Japanese, which would be so lit to me, bro. Yeah, and I love Japanese culture. Yeah, the culture, but we're talking about it, it's the one what. Yeah, the culture. We also have like, this is the person you have to also have to marry. You said out to what? To marry? Are you? Like, okay, I got married a Japanese girl. All right, I'm just, I ain't said nothing wrong with it. I'm just just asking. We'd have some beautiful Blasian babies. All right. Uh, can we talk? Can we just call a quick timeout? I am yeah. rushing it with the alliteration today. 
Beautiful Blasian Babies. Did you not did you not peep that? I did. I'm a poet as fuck. Good job. I'm a poet right now. Yeah, uh, I'm about to send you a bro. Good lord. Good lord. Okay, we need to move on. I'm sweating. <laughs> I just <thought. laughs> All right. So I think I think we've uh sneakily um wrapped up our uh shooting the shit segment. Um so we're gonna move on to our say what segment. <laughs> nice 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 okay so yeah i pulled this article and you know i feel like we typically try to like find stuff that's a little more obscure in the news to to talk about but you know this one this was very prevalent and i think a lot of people might have heard about it already um but it was just fucking too too ridiculous and i think this person's specific week last week in general was so ludicrous that it's like, how does this even make sense? So um, I pulled this New York Times article, uh, and essentially the the headline is, Lindsey Graham running for election says his reference to the, quote, good old days of segregation was sarcastic. So you've been asked a lot, a lot about Roe v. Wade and, and Casey, and one of the differences between Brown versus Board of Education and Roe line of cases is there's active litigation regarding Roe, is that correct? That, that is correct. I think Senator Hirano named eight or nine different cases that may come up to the court, cases in controversy. And one of the reasons you can't tell us how you would rule is because there's active litigation coming to the court, is that correct? That is correct. And one of the reasons you can say with confidence that you think Brown versus Board of Education is super precedent is that you're not aware of any effort to go back to the good old days of segregation by a legislative body, is that correct? That is correct. And I've also said that in lectures that Brown was correct as an original matter. So that is the kind of thing, since I've said it in writing, I felt like I could express before the committee. And for a little backstory, right? Everybody, they've been, all the uh, senators have been doing the confirmation of Judge Amy Coney, Amy Coney Barrett, Jesus Christ, Amy Coney Barrett, and he's, you know, doing his whole little Republican shtick and asking her questions. And he's like, there's no intentions of anything that you know where they're trying to go back to the good old days of segregation and da 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 And, I mean, I think even I said it with more sarcasm in my voice than he said it in the thing. But, like, it was, it's, like, obviously out of touch. And then when you take this, like, if this was an isolated event, I think more people would be like, oh, this doesn't sound so ridiculous. It's fucking ludicrous. Especially when you consider that, uh, what is it, two or three days prior, he was uh, doing an interview where he said that black people and immigrants should can feel safe in South Carolina if they're conservative. That's, that's the way that black people can feel comfortable in South Carolina. Otherwise, like, kick rocks. And I'm like, fam, you're missing it. So I know you got a lot to say about Lindsey Graham. So that's just a little backstory. Um, where are you at with it, Tune? Uh, I think of the Republican senator, current Republican senators, I despise Lindsey Graham second only to um, the Mr. I, I, I have to call him uh, Mr. Mr. Turkey Neck, uh, Mitch McConnell from Kentucky. That's your boy. Uh, is 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 Mitch McConnell first and then Lizzie Graham. Lizzie Graham is like to make the comments the good of the segregation, one being a 
Republican senator from a state like South Carolina with all its history with like racism and 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 segregation and and discrimination like that the opposite of that optics of that is just terrible in itself yep. and and on top of that like as a senator i think he's such a hypocrite so like in 2016 when when uh when the republicans basically stopped stopped uh stopped obama from nominating or 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 even having a confirmation hearing for uh for judge garland he said well i think that a president in his in his last year of his term shouldn't be able to nominate a judge yep quote me on this in 2020 if the same thing happens to trump i'll vote no and what did he do he voted he's here he's gonna vote yes so like and now he's like crying in interviews talking about um jamie harrison who's the democratic um yep yep uh, yep person who's running black man in south Carolina yep. who's running for his seat uh he said he's gotten so much money He's gotten so much money because these people hate my guts. Yes, Lindsey Graham. Everyone hates your fucking guts. I myself, I don't live in South Carolina, and I've donated to JB Harrison's campaign. Like, yeah, like, yeah, I can't stand Lindsey Graham, and I think his days are numbered. Um, he's gonna lose. You think so? He's gonna lose. Um, I really hope so. I think, I think a lot of incumbent Republicans are gonna lose. I think uh, uh, Republicans are gonna lose Iowa. They're gonna lose. They might lose Texas. They're gonna lose South Carolina, North Carolina. They're gonna lose Maine. Um, Democrats are gonna flip the Senate. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it definitely seems like that's the the writings on the wall right now. Um, and you know, you spoke about Jamie Harris. Excuse me, Jamie Harrison already. Like he's got you know record amounts of donations. Um, in the last, you know, several months, like he's crushing it, and I think just with Lindsey Graham continuing to put his fucking foot in his mouth, saying all this dumb shit, like mm-hmm. Jamie Harrison is coming out, like, you know, he's talking that good shit and like trying to talk about a better future for all South Carolinians, Carolinians, yep. Carolina folks, and you know, I, I I hope that he can actually do it, uh, but shit, yeah. man, it he, is, it is, it's, actually, actually, I'm, I'm uh, nervous. He actually tweeted. He actually tweeted the, retweeted the, the video of him saying that, and he mm-hmm. said uh, at Lizzie Graham uh, added him and said, "Just call segregation the good old days. The good old days for who, Senator? It's 2020, not 1920. Act like it." Bars. That's bar, that's mixtape bars. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got to talk to the label. I'm going spitting sh- straight for the jug. That's that's diss tra- that's diss track bars. And then like if you if you look at like. The percent, like where black people are, you know, um, concentrated in this country. Mm-hmm. The majority of black people live like in states like South Carolina, yep. uh, Georgia, Mississippi, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Alabama. So mm-hmm. it's not it's not like Lizzie Graham lives in a state where like it's like it's, it's, it's all it's, white. It's yeah. Washington or it's, or yeah. it's Iowa. Yeah. You can't yeah. talk about black people. You can't talk about black people can go anywhere in the state as long as they as long as they're conservative. Like, yeah. hey, fam, you, like, do you just, are you trying to lose? He's, honestly, right? Like, maybe these, all these dudes are just old and fucking senile, and they don't even realize how dated they sound. I, I think I saw a statistic somewhere that, like, 
South Carolina is 33% African-American, which for any state, that's like such a huge number. Yeah, we can, we can say that like in a country, we're only like, I don't know, 16% like of the country? I don't even think Something it's that, like that high. I don't even think it's, I don't, I don't even know. Is it double digits? I don't even know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely double digits. It might be, I think it's, I think it's 13%. Oh, I think that sounds about right. Thirteen, yeah. like eleven to thirteen percent, something. And isn't like Hispanic like fifteen percent, fifteen, sixteen percent? Yeah, we're thirteen percent. Okay, um, and I think Hispanic is a little bit more than that. Um, but yeah, so Lindsey Graham gets the 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 crown this week because to be out here talking about the good old days of segregation in a in a Supreme Court hearing, like whether you're joking or not, bruh, it's like. You have you, you can't take the temper you can't take the temperature of the room, bro, and realize that these times that we're in are fucking crazy. I, I I really want people to check out this clip, like just so you can hear him talk that shit. Like, it's it's mind boggling, fucking mind boggling, bro. But let's get to some real let's get to some real events, right? That's just more of this goddamn liberal media, um, and so. Uh, what's first? Oh, okay. I got, we got one here. Um, your boy, your, your billionaire buddy, Sean P. Diddy Combs is trying to get active. Is trying to get active, um, in the politics game. So you want to, you want to talk about that? Yeah. So, um, Sean Combs or Diddy or Puff Daddy or whatever you want to call him. He... Uh, this past week, or this, by the time I listened to it, it to be last week, or the time recording this, this week, he uh, came out this week and said uh, he's launching his own political party. And the political party is called Our, Our Black Party. And at first, you know, when I heard, saw this on, on Twitter, and I saw people saying about it, I was like, what the hell is he doing? Yeah, you didn't because like it. You were I didn't like it at all. Because I'm like, it's three weeks before the election. And you, you decided to do this now. Like, I think I tweeted, I was like, you could have did this in December of 2016. You had all of 2017, right. all of 2018, all of 2019 to, to talk about this. But you wait literally until, like, the dawn of the election. And you're like, let's, let's create our, our, uh, our own party and secure our vote. So I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> so, so then, like, so I, I, I did more reading on like what he's actually, you know, talking about, and I want to backtrack a little bit because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. even though I still think it's dumb as shit to try to do this three weeks three weeks before an election, um, he's not talking about creating an a, our own party and then putting forth our own candidate to try to like usurp the 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 Democrats System. or the Republicans. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's talk- so, um, read his quote. He says, uh, I'm launching one of the boldest things I've ever launched. I'm launching a black political party with some young black elected officials and activists. It doesn't matter if you are a Republican or a Democrat. The number one priority is to get Trump out of office. He has to go. We cannot allow this man to continue to, to try to divide us. And he, he's also said that he's officially backing Joe Biden. Um, yeah. He said we need to get Joe Biden in and hold him accountable. Trump has taken things too far. As black people, we aren't even a topic of real discussion. We can no longer stand for doing the same thing over and expecting different results. That's insanity. It's time we unify. So 
I think basically he's he's backtracked on his uh, previous stance of saying we have to take uh, hold our vote hostage. Um, but he said like that that would be irresponsible, and he thought it was irresponsible for him to say that before. And going forth, he like we need to work with. I think he's trying to use this political party he's created to kind of work with the Democrats to try to kind of push our agenda forward, which like they think we discussed this. I don't have a problem with, but the timing of it is is I think not right. He should have waited until um he should have did it way before then now or wait until after the election to kind of like because this is very confusing to say I'm I'm creating a new political party. Yeah, so you know, uh I definitely agree with you on the sense of like this whole idea of why now three what three weeks before the election and yeah. even <clears throat> and even the fact that you know some folks have already voted you know like people have already started to record numbers ballots. yeah 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 people have already voted and so i just find it so funny to me one just like why does diddy think that he's the voice that you know is going to unify black folks to be like oh hey guys let's move for the greater good of black america when i don't necessarily feel like he's connected yeah. with black america right now i mean i like the fact that it's a consortium of you know, politicians and activists and stuff too. But, you know, I'm not hearing nothing that they doing, you know what I'm saying, of significance that they're actually influencing anything, right? It's just kind of like, oh, we're about to unify the black vote. Not for this election, you not. And so really this is just some extravagant way of saying he endorses Joe Biden, but not in a way that I think excites black voters to move the needle. Right or get us excited to turn out in record numbers to the ballot box. So it don't really make sense to me. It don't. It's yeah. like you should have been fucking. You should have you know been fucking putting this work in months ago, years ago, right? Yeah. But you know, hey, um, I know you rock with him. I know you rock with him because he's so openly saying fuck Trump and we need to get him out of no, there. Uh, that's not why. Um, uh, all right, so, partially, so he said partially. he said he, he he clarified that that his party is he said is it it is an extension of of um the 2004 voter die initiative um i don't know if you remember okay. that where he said vote uh, die. hi gives people to come out and vote in yeah, yeah 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 um, i remember it vaguely yeah yeah he said it uh the party basically is going to do everything it can to combat systematic or systemic racism and position future generations to thrive. Uh, like you said, who, like who, Diddy's out of touch. Like who, like, yeah. he, he reminds me of, that reminds me, he, he's doing the same thing Ice Cube is currently doing, right? Where like, you have these entertainers who come out only once every four years and tell us what to do with our vote. And like, fam, where are you in, in midterm elections? Like, where are you like in, in state and local elections like you don't you don't really care you you just want to use uh every four e the election every four years the general election to kind of like push forward your own agendas and uh i'm not a fan of that man okay you since you okay because i was gonna bring this up too because i think that i you're gonna have to help me out here I think that Ice Cube has kind of been taking, to some degree, unnecessary heat for what's going on with him, right? And let me so let me explain to you 
kind of let me explain to you kind of where I land on the whole Ice Cube situation. Uh, and uh, what's the uh, I guess what's the backdrop or what's the context for the story, right? Um, basically, the on last Tuesday, uh, the Trump campaign senior advisor Katrina Pearson she tweeted out a tweet thanking Ice Cube for helping the president develop his platinum plan, which is a two-page promise to increase black capital and black communities by almost $500 billion, right? And so I think there were a lot of people that were very critical of Ice Cube for working with um, the current 45th president of the United States. So for me, I'm not necessarily faulting Ice Cube for working with the president, you know, he had previously developed his uh, contract with black Americans. It's like that 22-page uh, proposal uh, that he released back in August. Uh, and it addresses a lot of different things. Um, uh, black opportunity and representation for bank lending, um, uh, judicial and public policy reform, like expansion of the 13th Amendment. Uh, what other stuff? Oh, prosecution of the KKK and classification as a terrorist organization and declaring Juneteenth as a national holiday. I think these are all like really, really good plans. And from what I've read from different um, news sources is that both Trump and Biden have reached out to him about this contract. And so I think that, you know, you get the ear of the person in power now, you get this sort of platinum plan developed as a part of his platform, albeit we still don't want Trump, but we also need Biden taking in some of this stuff too. Um, but ultimately, Diddy and and Ice Cube kind of want the same thing. It's like whoever's in office, like you need to have a black agenda. You need to have a black agenda. I don't, and I don't. I do feel that. But yeah. So like, it's just like, but Ice Cube is out here taking like hella heat. Now there are aspects aspects that I think that you're about to touch on that he deserves to get roasted for. But in terms of working with the president, I don't know if he deserves some of the backlash that he's been getting. In my opinion, um, I think. Well, I think if if you're gonna say who that who is puff to think he speaks for Black America and yeah. come out like once every four years, then I think the same thing needs to be said for Ice Cube. Who are you to think that you can speak for all of Black America, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and second, like I think if he, if people if somebody shows you who they are, you should believe them. Trump has shown us who he is and what he thinks about Black America, and time and time again. Do you remember when he first? I don't know if you remember this when he when he first. Uh, got into office, he, he took the opportunity to say, I'm going to save HBCs across the country, and I'm uh-huh. going to invite all the HBCU presidents to take this photo op in my office and whatever, right? And mm-hmm. Kelly Ann Conway had her feet on the on the, on the, on the the sofa, and that became a big <laughs> thing, right? Yeah, so, yeah, 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 so, and then, if you, like, I think he uses these these photo ops and uses these entertainers to say, look, I'm, like, black people love me, and I'm working with black people, and mm-hmm. uh, he did it with Jim Brown, he did it with... Yeah. Uh, uh, who was it? Cough, Kanye West. Cough. Uh, no, no, it, it, this wasn't. This was before Kanye West uh, turned to the dark side. Um, <laughs> um, well, I'm not saying Kanye West is the dark side. I'm saying like the dark side is Trump, right? So like, um, it was. Oh, I thought you were. I thought you were making a black joke, saying that working with black people is the dark side. No, I'm just. Kidding. Oh no no no! no. <laughs> but like, <laughs> like, but like, I think Trump uses like these like. Optics. It's all optics. optics. Yeah, optics, right? And to, and I hate that this thing. And then not say just Trump, because because uh, Biden did it too, bro. Uh, Democrats do it too. Like um, oh. Bernie Sanders did it with Killer Mike, right? Like, look, 
I have a rapper on my side, and look, black people usually look like me because a rapper likes me. Like, yep, like yep, yep. I, I hate this thing that, that politicians do, but Trump in itself, in its, in, it, Trump in particular, I think he's shown, he's shown me what he thinks about black people. And yeah. I don't think he, he, he gives two shits about us. Um, so, I, but I guess my thing is, my, I guess the thing that always comes back to me is, like, how can, like, what can we do to make a, a fucking difference, man? Like, I think you and I can both recognize that I don't think black America is a priority for Democrats or Republicans, right? Now, uh, and I think both sides are willing to make promises that they have no intention of keeping. I think that I think that one side you can possibly push and work with, and the other side you can't. So okay, so here's a here's a hypothetical, right? I, I think, to, and to your point, Trump has shown us who he is. The man makes promises with no intention of keeping any of those promises, and then when they fall through, he just blames it on the Democrats. Okay, but if there was some level of confidence that Trump did keep his promises and like with this platinum plan, like some of these programs and things could actually be implemented. Would that not be enough to sway voters? Obviously not yourself, but black voters in general. I think so. But what is it, what, what has Trump shown? Like what evidence has he shown us that he's willing to do anything to work with black yeah. people? No, no, no. I, no I, I, I'm not disagreeing with that, but you know, he's coming out with these ca uh, campaign promises you know, with all these, you know, lofty goals in this platinum plan, you know, I can't sit here and say that I trust Joe Biden's plan to to do a damn thing for black America either. Now, obviously, I'm not saying that that's enough reason for me to vote for Trump, because I think you want to at least lean on the side of hope and optimism. But for me, I just look at all of this shit sometimes and I'm like, bro, we're not a priority to anybody, but, and they're making empty promises. Well, Everybody. We, we, okay, so we, we've had this conversation before in the podcast. I'm going to ask it again. Outside of reparations, what exactly is the black agenda? Um, well, that, this that, is that, just... That, that's unique to us that, that, that can't be achieved through, like, the general public, like, the general, like, country. Uh, well, I mean, I think some of the things that I, I mentioned in this plan, right, access to capital. Uh, I, I do like the fact of identifying the KKK as a terrorist organization. Um, I think that's huge. Um, criminal justice reform um, and expansion of the 13th Amendment. I think that those are black as fuck. Okay, so you, you you're saying you, you're going to ask the man who said, who told the Proud Boys to stand back yeah. and stand by to, yeah. to, to, to denounce the KKK? yeah. So like I don't I don't get like, like sure. what right and then on sure. top of that like it's a joke right, yeah so, so on top of that like take the coronavirus right okay. coronavirus has affected what it's killed two hundred fifteen thousand people eight million affected in this country yeah, yeah. disproportionately yeah. disproportionately affects black people black and right black, black and brown people, black yeah, people. For sure. we're dying by higher margins we're being affected by higher margins because of our lifestyle because of pre-existing conditions because of health mm -hmm. disparities right mm -hmm. so. This president says, at this at, right now, right now, he's going yeah. with herd immunity. He's saying as many people get it as possible. Facts. And, and he already knows that black and brown people are dying at a higher rate. Sure, sure. And then on the other side, you yeah. have Joe Biden who says, listen to science, wear a mask, mm -hmm. uh, physically distance. Mm -hmm. 
if we're talking about black and brown people, who am I going to go with if, if this coronavirus yeah. is affecting more of us? I'm going to go yeah. with, with with Biden, yeah, not Trump. So like yeah. things like that, I'm looking at, at at Ice Cube, and I'm like, this is you, this is who you decide to hitch your wagon to? No, sure, like sure. I, I I can't I can't I can't roll with that. Um, I'm not saying that he's a bad person. I'm yeah, not saying yeah, yeah. That, that 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 you know you do what works for you. But personally, I'm not voting for Trump. I don't care no, what promises facts. he makes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, facts. Your word means nothing, yo. Yeah, I, you're, you're you're a hateful person. You hate you hate what I what I stand for as a person. Like as 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 a Black American, as as someone with Nigerian heritage, who's you you you've you've created a Muslim ban on a country that 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 is not is not even majority Muslim. But Nigeria's on on this Muslim ban, like I don't I don't get it. But you know, more power to anyone who wants to work with him and thinks they can change his mind. Um, yeah, yeah, I, it just can't be me. Yeah, no, and I and and listen, I want to be very clear here. You know, I I think logically and and truthfully, I I agree with you a hundred percent. I think part of where I struggle is that there's like a you know you look at the highlights of this platinum plan and some of the things that he's promising that will never happen but then you kind of like turn over and you look at you know what is it uh joe biden's uh lift every voice um plan or Mm -hmm. whatever it is and you know i've 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 sat through and i've kind of looked through some of the bullet points and you know i'm I'm even on the website right now like as we're talking and like it's it's very like it doesn't really sound like shit to me you know what i'm saying and so sure you know, Trump has shown us who he is, and you know he, we can't trust him for none of his shit anyway. But it just kind of sucks, and it and it and it hurts that you know, yeah, Joe Biden can throw all these facts on his website talking about how the racial wealth gap is nearly a thousand percent between the median white family and African American households. But like, you know, what the fuck is you gonna do to help fix that? Like, don't show me more statistics. I want to hear. I want to see solutions. Where's Elizabeth Warren with a fucking plan, bro? Like. You know, and that shit just is disheartening. And, you know, I can I can see why so many people are very conflicted in this election uh, to a degree. Right. I think it's pretty simple what you should do. But it's like you're you're not doing it feeling like, oh, man, like life's going to get better for me as a black American. I don't feel that way. But it's just like for the sake of our democracy and any sort of sense in the world, like, fuck it, maybe we can have a black woman as vice president and we'll take our little yeah. performative I mean, I, victories. I, I agree. I don't I, I can see how people would think that even I vote for Biden, how life's gonna get better. But I know for a fact if you vote if Trump wins, life's gonna get a whole lot worse. So mm. uh Yeah. Dude. A whole lot worse. I mean it's I, pretty bad now, bro. All right, just wait just just wait until that's that that conservative majority of the Supreme Court comes in and then all these cases start going to the Supreme Court. And 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 they got the final uh, rest of the Voting Rights Act or the Civil Rights Act, and and then I, like yeah. people think that the Civil Rights Act is set in stone. It's not. It can it's easily not. be overturned. Nope. So nope. with a conservative majority, just, just it could happen. So yeah, people, yeah. It's not just it's not just Trump in office. It's all the shit that comes with Trump. Like Trump has appointed, you know, hundreds of federal judges with lifetime appointments. Yeah. And and I was um, listening to the to the. Uh, Rachel Maddow interview with Kamala Harris, uh, yeah. Kamala Harris, and 
she's talking about how like all those federal judges he's appointed, not one has been black. Like, yeah. fam, like that's a fucking problem. Yeah. And man, so, and, I'll, and I'll tell you this. I mean, you bring up a very good point too, man. And I think this is one thing that I don't, I still don't, in light of everything that's been going on, I don't know if it still registers to people. But, you know, we're talking about all the attacks on, you know, African-American folks, right? Uh-huh. But the truth of the matter is, you know, I think we're the ones most visibly screwed over by a lot of stuff happening. But ain't nobody safe, bro. Like, like women's rights are drastically, you yeah. know, under attack. Like, like in, in, a, in, a, in a terrifying way. And I'm sitting here watching, like, some of the clips and stuff from the Supreme Court hearing where they're talking about you know, overturning Roe v. Wade and, like, a lot of the women's reproductive issues stuff. Just and, general like, healthcare. general health care, like, Ob- like, trying to get rid of Obamacare, claiming it's un- unconstitutional and stuff, during the middle of a global pandemic. And those pre-existing conditions, like, that yes. statue, is, if that's gone, they're going to they're gonna say coronavirus is a pre-existing condition. It and is. Then, <laughs> it is. And then Man. they're running this shit, right? And it's so funny to me because... There's like literally a large portion of this country that's like, yeah, but as long as you fuck over X group, I'll be fine. When they don't realize that, nah, everybody's getting smoked, bro. Everybody's getting smoked, and that's and that's crazy to me. Like, and, and that's sorry, right. Go, no, go ahead, go ahead. Well, I, I was gonna say like, it's 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 really crazy because you know in 2016 everybody was like, there's no way Trump wins. There's no way Trump wins. Like. Like, America is not racist. America is this, blah, blah, blah. Black folks knew. I think, you know, people really in touch with this, with the with the culture knew. But there was a lot of people that were, like, just completely mind-blown that he could win an election. This year, honestly, I feel like I'm in that boat of there's no way Trump can win. Like, I, like even if I was, like, a white person in America that's been Repub- like conservative my whole life, I would have to look at Trump like, yeah, bro, I appreciate the tax cuts, but you're bugging. Like, you're millions of dollars in debt. From a national security perspective, you are a liability. That's how you I, take. I saw. Over. I saw. I saw. I saw an article that said it could be up to a billion. Maybe, maybe. Like that is a national security risk in every facet. Like I have done. I have done an entire, you know, background check, uh, 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 lie detector test. I've done that entire process, and they're asking you deeply personal shit. And they talk about like your spending habits, your your debts, your the all credit this stuff. report, your credit report. They run all of that information. And if that shit comes back where it's like, oh, this person could be um, taken advantage of by a foreign entity because of this thing that they have hanging over them, you would not get the job. You would not get the job. This man has the highest job in the land, and is a visible liability. Like it makes you wonder, like what type of like. Like background checks that the, that, the, that the president actually need if he if he if he can no. like hide his taxes and say I'm at least four hundred million dollars in debt like how you and and like I owe money to Deutsche Bank who is a foreign bank yes <laughs> uh, I don't know I don't know like this country like it's harder for me to get a it's harder for me to get a job at uh, as a software engineer for the Department of Defense than it was for him to become a president of the United States and have access to nuclear codes. It just makes you that's wonder. A, that's like, a joke. It's a like, joke. Like the things that we thought were like like pillars of this country. Like, yep. they're, they're actually not. 
Ooh. I don't, I don't know. Uh, November third. November third. Uh, if you haven't voted yet, please vote. Vote early. Yep. If you got that little, if you got your little ballot thing in the mail, like chalk your ballot, chalk your ballot. But also, but uh, but let me just say this too, because in California, I don't know if you've seen it, but you know, uh, apparently there were a lot of conservative groups that were putting out fake fake ballot boxes that Mm -hmm. looked real. Yep. Um. So I would say, you know, you guys can go online and check. Um. You can go online and check where the actual ballot boxes are supposed to be. Uh. Here, I'm trying to. I'm trying to, oh, yeah, so in my area, it's sccgov.org, where you can find the official Dropbox and Vote Center site information. Um, but, yeah, do that first. Don't just go dropping your shit off. Um, you know, all the different counties have these um, websites. You know, just Google it, ballot box locations, to make sure it's an official one. Like, fortunately, I live next to City Hall, and so I know that mine's is good. But, you know, please be smart, guys. Please vote, you know. And do your do your do your duty, man. Do your duty. Yeah. Oh, it makes my head hurt. Yeah, let's talk about something more fun. Yeah, yeah. LeBron James. LeBron, LeBron James. James. All right, LeBron so James. It's been a couple of years, a couple of years, a couple of episodes since we've uh, discussed NBA basketball. Um, the season's over. Uh, spoiler alert: uh, the Los Angeles Lakers uh, won the title. If you you know haven't been paying attention. But uh, they defeated the Miami Heat in six games. Uh, I think LeBron, LeBron was the Finals MVP. And uh, what are your thoughts? Well, let's, let's talk about let's talk about the let's talk about the the Finals first, and then the, the overall playoff experience. Yeah, uh, and so for starters, you know, congrats to LeBron. Congrats to AD. Shot Town stand up. Um, the Lakers, the Lakers winning the championship in the year that Kobe died, I think, is a special NBA narrative. Yep. Um, I can't say that I was overall super excited about this NBA Finals because as exci- like, as fun as it was to like root for the Heat and all that stuff, I felt like once it was Heat Lakers in the Finals, it was a wash for me. So I, I can't even sit here and tell you that I was like super pressed to watch the games. Because I just thought it was a foregone conclusion that LeBron James was going to get his fourth championship. And he did. And, you know, well-deserved. Uh, in terms of the... Uh, what are you going to say? No, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, in terms of the entire playoff experience, uh, I think this year, you know, I think it was hard for... Like, like everything, it's been hard for everybody. But it was really kind of special to see this whole bubble atmosphere. You got to see a lot of players play it to a level that I don't think we've ever seen before. And that's the fun thing about the playoffs, right? You have players that kind of rise to the occasion and, and elevate. And so I think that this leaves the NBA um, looking really exciting for the future. So when the season comes back, probably around Christmas time, there's going to be a lot of really good like storylines, narratives. That's going to make for another really exciting NBA season. And it'll make teams that I think normally we wouldn't have watched. Like, I don't watch Phoenix Suns basketball. I don't. Oh, I'm excited about them. But, you know, like, but having seen them in the bubble and, like, the 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 potential that they have and having to watch Devin Booker because there's no other sports on, it's like, yo, like, and they're they kind of I think they have a pretty high draft pick, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, all of that stuff, right? Like, you know, wow, who, who thought that the Pelicans were actually exciting to watch, right? Like... 
you know, you're seeing these young players grow up in front of your eyes. And with this setting of not normally watching these teams because there was better stuff to do. Well, we didn't have better stuff to do now. So, you know, I saw a lot of things that I probably would have never seen before. Who would have thought that I would have cared about the Indiana Pacers? You know what I'm saying? Like, never would have cared about them. They're my Bulls division, but, like, I don't give a fuck about the Pacers. And now, having seen them for, you know, several weeks during this time, I'm like, man, I would watch a Pacers game because they're actually fun to watch. So that's kind of my takeaway. I think the NBA is in good hands going forward. And, uh, you know, congrats to the Lakers. So what, where, were you, where were your thoughts? Um, I think overall with the finals, uh, I I thought the Lakers were going to win in five. Um, yeah. I would, I would say this. Jimmy Butler put on a show the entire, yeah. the, the entire playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Um, for in sure. And the, the finals, like he, those two games that they won, mm-hmm. like he willed it. He willed Ball. that team to victory. Yeah. Um, because um, if he plays even just average, those two games they get he gets swept. It's a wash. Yeah, it's a wash. Um. Overall, I think yeah, I said, I'm ex- I'm happy for LeBron. Uh, a lot of people said that you know when he left Cleveland he would never win another the ship. Um. Yeah. And people will say, oh, you know, this chip has an asterisk to, beside it. I'm like, eh, people People will say Tim Duncan has five championships. People would never say, oh, that first one was in the shortened season. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Like, like everyone played on the same conditions. So yep. it, it counts to me. Uh, no, I mean, Technically, it's an asterisk, but to me, it, it, like, they hold the same weight as the other chips. Um, yeah. they, beat, they beat every team in front of them. So mm-hmm. um, I think overall, like, like you said, uh, the bubble, like... They went the like the entire like you know that eight games plus the playoffs zero positive cases. Yeah, crazy. So so true. So and, true. Look look at the NFL right now. Man, <laughs> look at look at look at uh, college football. Like coaches, whole teams are missing games because yeah. of outbreaks. Um. So I think the way they have it, I I think when they go back again, they're gonna have to go back into the bubble. Um. They can't. There's no way you, you can think, travel. You think next year's the bubble? Yeah, until they get a vaccine, because there's no way you can travel. Look at look at how the NFL is traveling from city to city, and then yeah. going back home. And like, people think that uh, professional athletes live their life in in you know isolation. Isolation. Like yeah, they, they don't. Like if they go home, their spouse and their kids are home too, right? Their spouse yeah. and kids go. Like spouse goes to their job. The kids yeah. go to school. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you got so, you got people coming over the house. You go. Yeah. You're going out. They live regular lives. Yeah, yeah so, so you're going to have to go back to the bubble. Um, well, you're saying for the playoffs, though, next year's playoffs, not well, the for, season. For, for the season. Oh, no, 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 no. There's no way. There's no way they do the entire next season in All a bubble. Right. There's no way. I mean, you, 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 I think you can make it bigger. You can invite the, like, you can invite people's families to come. But if you, if you want to continue with zero positive cases, you're going to have to play a bubble. There's no way. Otherwise, you're gonna have to. You're gonna have positive cases like you do in the NFL. People missing games. Um, yeah. So, bro, So you're you're sitting here. You okay? Are you saying that's what they should do, or that's what they that's would what they do? Should, that's what they should do. Okay, but I think you do recognize that that's never gonna happen, right? It could. You never know. You think that people are gonna sacrifice? What? Okay, we're gonna say December to July of next I year. I don't think that. I don't think that uh, the NBA season is going to start in December. So they, they they haven't had the draft yet. It's about to be November. <laughs> All right, no, no, I don't I, I don't see it. I don't see it. 
I, th- I think the season starts uh, mid mid to late January, maybe early February, and then you play like a thirty game season, and then you th- then you do the playoffs. Huh. That's still that's still what January to June, January to July. Yeah. That's six months, dog. Hey, that's six months. Hey, hey, you do what you gotta do, dog. Um, Shit. I mean, I would do it because I have never seen tens of millions of dollars hit my bank account at one time. But for them, like, I mean, you couldn't tell me I would have to go into a bubble for my day job and I'd be like, yeah, it's worth it. I mean, this is this is my job. This is how I live. Fuck that. Fuck that. Also, Fuck that. also your day job isn't playing it, playing a game where like basketball, it, like if, 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 if your job, if your job was like a fun thing you like to do. And then also, yeah, you had your meals catered all, all, all the way around, and you could like, it's not like you have to stay in your room, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, I, yeah. like I followed Javel McGee on um, his vlog on on YouTube. Like they uh-huh. were having fun. They were going fishing. I mean, of course, like if you went to, there were no clubs or anything like that. But like, where yeah. are the actual clubs in America besides Houston and Atlanta? And Florida. Mean, yeah. yeah. So like, I think you know, next year it's gonna be a bubble. Um, but I will say this. I am excited about two players because they showed me like some shit that I'm like, um, uh, Donovan Mitchell and Jamal Murray. I'm like, yo, Hoopers, Hoopers, yeah. Hoopers. Jamal Murray showed me something that I thought like I didn't think he had that that level in him, but yeah, even against the Lakers, like, yeah, he, he gave it all he had. So um, my so my my question then that I'll leave you with with some of these players, right? Obviously, this is the way the world is now. But ultimately, we're gonna be we're gonna be back. You know what I'm saying? Like you're gonna be back in the stadium. You're gonna be back traveling. You're gonna be back doing all this other stuff. Do you think that these players would be able to maintain that in the environment that we're accustomed to for sports? When you have a hostile arena, when you have fans yelling at you, when you have, you know, you go to Utah and they're saying racial slurs to you, you know, uh, from the crowd. Like, do you think that they'll still be able to elevate to that level? Because that's a different level of mental toughness. I don't think so. Um, it depends on who you are. Like TJ Warren, <laughs> no. Negative. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jamal Murray, uh, Donovan Mitchell. I think possibly yes. I think Donovan Mitchell for sure. Jamal okay. Murray. Because think- Donovan did it. Donovan did it the years before. You yeah. Know what I'm saying like Don- Jamal Murray arose in the bubble. He was good, but like he became like forty points. I get. I'm Mister Get a Bucket in the bubble. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's hard to say. It's hard. It's really hard to say. Um, even 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 like Jimmy Butler. Even even Jimmy Butler. I don't know if he if he. Uh, Jimmy been be, a dog, bro. I know, but he wasn't about to. He wasn't out there averaging like thirty five in a, in a series either. I mean, that was his first time in the finals too, right? Yeah, I, I, I mean, any series to be honest. Let's be let's be real. He's like he like before the bubble. He was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you. 24, 25 points a game, eight, eight rebounds, eight assists, and hell of defense. And I'm I'm gonna build my team to victory, but not like 30, not like 35. Okay. Okay. I mean, I feel like Jimmy Buckets is still gonna be a dog. But I, I see what you're saying though. I see what you're saying though. Um so I mean, I guess if you were to quickly summarize then, like what was your overall where were you at? Where are you at with it? Uh I'm I'm like I said, like, like you, I'm super excited. For the season this past, and for the for the future of the NBA, like I'm I'm ready I'm re- I'm ready for next season to start already. 
Like, yeah. To be honest, like yeah. football ain't it for me right now. You said football's not it. Not really. Like with all these positive tests and missing people missing. Like, like for instance, New, New England and Kansas City. I really want to see Cam Newton versus Patrick Mahomes. Man, for and, sure. And then, and then Cam Newton got got COVID. Like I see that. I see that. Foresee that happening more and more as, as the season goes on. So. I mean, but also just you know, be honest. Part of your enthusiasm is has dropped because the Washington football team is garbage. Hey, hey, we're tacking for Trevor. Uh, <laughs> uh, y'all did Dwayne so bogus, man. You should you should not fuck with him just because they threw your black quarterback under the bus, bro. It's cool. Whatever. It's not cool. Thank but you, you know, you know what? I'll, I'll give you this offer right now, Tunde. Um, right now. On episode 30 of the Summer 16 podcast, I am offering you the rare, rare, rare opportunity to be a Chicago Bears fan. And and not on the bandwagon. You can be a blue blood fan. Oh, if one. you accept, if you accept right now. I don't want you to I don't want you to be sitting here like let me get back to no. No, uh, right. No, 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 no. Think about the Chicago Bears. Who's it? Should be no. Yeah, Josh Trubisky, Trubisky. Yeah, Nick Foles. Nick Foles. Big Dick Nick. Big Dick Nick is our quarterback. Yep. Uh Khalil Mack. No, I can't do it. Mm. Sorry. Why not? Why not? Explain yourself. Well, why would I jump from a bad team to a team that's not even gonna make the playoffs? You know we're like about to be five and one right now. What's up? You're not winning any division. How are we not? The Packers we're... are you're saying division is the Packers, right? Who's who, who's undefeated and playing amazing football? They don't want this smoke. They don't want this smoke at Soldier Field, bro. We'll see. Aaron Rodgers is is cupcake in the winter, bro. They don't want to see us. They don't want to see us, bro. What? Okay. You know what? I gave you your chance. <laughs> you turned it down. Fine. 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 You can. Hey, listen. Stick with your little boo boo squad, bro. But when 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 January February comes around and we over here still eating good, I'll be a best friend then. Nah, fam. Nah. <laughs> nah. You had your chance. I, 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 I've been here. <laughs> you know. Nah, you go hop on the podcast. <laughs> you gonna talk about the Bears? <laughs> yeah, you, you know, dog. <laughs> Fuck you, today. I hate you so much. I hate you so much. Oh, okay. So let us let us transition. You feel good about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, man. So at this point, we're gonna do our waxing hypothetical, um, and this is a question that you know I've been playing around with in my personal life. You know, I've put some stuff on social media just to kind of get, you know, feedback from folks and see, you know, what people think about it. Um, so there was this quote. There was this quote. Let's just leave it anonymous. Um, let's just leave the quote anonymous. Um, and essentially, the quote, uh, and I've been asking people if they think that this is true or not. So I want to get your opinion. Mm-hmm. All right, and the quote is, "People never change; they just become better at hiding who they really are." Do you agree with that, or do you disagree with that? 
people never change. People never change. They just become better at hiding who they really are. Thoughts? I think for the most part, I agree with it. But I think there are cases where people can't change, like, who they are. Like, it takes immense work. Like, okay, for instance, right? Let's say, let's say uh, I am a, just a shit individual. I am manipulative. Manipulative. I, I uh, am a liar. I use people, and I do this because huh. let's say I do this because I I had this is reaction of my life. I project outwards because I've had trauma in my life. Right. Because this is like who I am as a person, right? But let's say like I do the work to um, unpack this trauma and to kind of work on myself. I go to therapy. Um, I do all the things necessary, right? And then over time, I become. I, I realize why I behave in the ways that I, that I was behaving, and over time, I, I see my behavior start to change, and I become a better person, right? I mm-hmm. think in that in that case, you can change, right? You can you can say uh, I'm no longer manipulative because uh, I'm now trusting people. Um, to to see like who I who I truly am. Uh, mm. I no longer and, and based on that, I no longer need to lie. I no longer need to just be this overall just terrible person. So yes, I've changed who I am. I'm no longer hiding anything, but I'm, I've changed based on the work. But the, but that's something that takes, uh, like I said, a lot of work. You you can't just say, well, you know, I'm just a different person now. Um, huh. Okay, so I, I think overall, I don't think that most people would do that work. That it does, it it takes to to change for the for the better. Huh. So okay, so uh, let me let me kind of make sure I'm I'm picking up what you're putting down, right? And so you know, you use the example of like you know if someone is like a shit person, like not a good person, right? Yeah. And I was talking to a friend just yesterday, actually. And they're a listener to of the show. So, you know, shout out if you're hearing this right now, you know who you are. Um, but, you know, this idea that someone could be a shit person or a good person, like, maybe that's not even real, right? Like, I think you and I might consider each other good people, but there's probably people out there that might not think that we're so good. You know what I'm saying? They might not think that we're good people. They might think we're shit people, blah, 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 right? I mean, who would think that? <laughs> I mean, I, I know no one would think that of me, but I was really more so just including myself with you because oh, okay. there's definitely people that, you know, think you're just a scumbag. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but I, 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 I'm, I'm relating to what you're talking about because I do think that oftentimes, like, we, our experiences definitely shape who we are. You know, and so you're talking about like people that do the work, whether it's therapy or, you know, finding self-confidence or finding purpose and things like that. But the part that makes me lean towards agreeing with this statement and saying that I don't actually do, I don't actually think that people change to that degree Mm -hmm. is that those experiences never leave us. Whatever it is that has happened or that trauma or whatever that stuff is. That is always with us. That is a part of us now. 
right? And so if that's what shaped you, then really how you're navigating the world is just being able to identify that those are the parts of yourself and then trying to, I, I don't want to necessarily use the word suppress, but maybe uh, navigate recognizing that those things aren't conducive to a happier life. And then you're just trying to like hide that negativity or that toxicity that may be attributed to that trauma um, in your life. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it does. But and and well, and there's there's one more there's one more piece to this too that I think is is interesting because I think that in an idealistic world we would like to always hope that people are growing or learning or you know developing in a in a positive way. But you know, I've also come to this acceptance of this idea that some people don't do that or don't want to do that. Right. Like and, and it's it's almost like whatever that trauma or that experiences in your life that have happened. Yeah. That kind of is like who what's defined those people. And I think that they are so planted in that part of their identity that they never want to let that go. And so they will just remain that forever because it's scarier to let go and then find out who you really are versus just be defined by this thing that's happened in your life. And that's kind of sad to me, but I think that it's a reality for some folks too, right? Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Um, what I was going to ask you is what do you think about, like I gave you the example of people who are like complete like sh shit, right? And then try to do yeah. better, right? So yeah. what do you think about like the opposite, right? Let's say you're a really, really good person mm -hmm. by, by most people's standards yeah and like you go about life just trying to like leave the world at a better place than you found it yeah and then and then something traumatic happens to you mm -hmm. and you become super jaded and yeah. bitter and shit like that yeah oh, let's, let's, let's take it to a, a, a even more extreme mm -hmm. let's say let's say like you witness something very traumatic let's say mm -hmm. um you see someone get killed or something like yeah that. yeah and you get like ptsd Right? Yeah, and then that experience kind of changes who you. That experience can, I think, can change who you are as a person, right? Mm. And like because of that experience, you, you like it's it's molded your personality um, and how you view the world. So now, like, you're not suppressing anything. This is just now who you are. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, so I, I don't know. I think I see the I see that example going in two different ways, and you know I I, I look at my own self, right? Like, you know, we joke about we joke about uh, on the podcast about having like when we were younger, we were straight simp's and we was writing poems for girls and being like super like cupcake ass soft dudes or whatever, right? Yeah. Um, you know, you know, for good or bad. However, you know, life happens. This experiences happen. And, you know, you kind of get a bit of that edge to you, a little bit of that coldness where I think you and I can both, you know, see times in our lives where we have been. Um, <laughs> 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 I can see the, the wheels turning your head and trying to be right, like, like, right, correct. right, 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 <laughs> uh, for a lack of a better word, savages, right, where it's yeah. very like selfish, self-serving. Um, and, you know, not necessarily our true self. 
now it's probably like an experience that has happened that'll lead you that way, right? Like I liked a girl, she didn't give me the time of day that hurt my feelings. And now, you know, I have air quotes changed because now I'm like cold and distant and emotionally unavailable when really deep down, that's just like some sort of defense mechanism mechanism to protect the fact that I am super loyal. I am really caring. I am a simp ass dude, right? But I realize that the world that I'm living in or the environment that I'm in doesn't support who I am. So I'm acting in a way that's trying to protect that, right? Did I change or am I just like hiding who I really am, right? Am I trying to protect, you know, the fact that I can be sensitive and like emotional type shit, but, you know, society won't allow me to be that. And I'm always going to be that guy. But that's why when you meet that air quotes special someone, they get to see that side of you when everyone else just might think that you're a player or an asshole or a dick or whatever, when really you're just probably like a softie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I can see both sides. Right. But then it's like, okay, if I, if I witnessed like, like Kawhi Leonard, right? He was a fun-loving kid. And then when he witnessed his dad get murdered, the dude just didn't talk ever again. Like he yeah. just doesn't talk. And now talk he's a robot. And now he's a fucking robot. It's like, you know, is that him changing? What does it mean to change? You know, do any of us, you know, once we have our personalities kind of locked in at nine, eight or nine years old, you know, everything else is just trying to break us from that. Um, but I, I, I don't know, man. You know, I think I'm definitely leaning more towards the I agree with this. Um, and it's just about accepting who you are and embracing it. Uh, you know, I, this this question is really hard for me, Tunde, clearly. Yeah, I, um, yeah, I, I think... Also, I think it, it also... The, I think personality type also plays a role into, into this as well, right? Right. Um, if you're the type of person whose personality is very... Uh, um, even aggressive personality... This guy. This guy here. Yes. I think... Or, or like aggressive personality, or like a, a more like a stubborn personality. You can, be, you can be more rooted in your ways. You're and... talking to me right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can be more rooted in your ways versus somebody who's, who's more like laid back and, uh -huh. and, and malleable and just like, oh, you know, whatever. And like, like I think those type, of pe those type of personalities can easily be shaped by their experiences. And then you mm -hmm. can kind of like move towards one way or the other, depending on uh -huh. you know what the experience is. Mm -hmm. So I think um, I just I think it, like it could be different strokes for different folks, depending on like mm. how, on how you are as a person. Yeah, I mean, but even even if you just look at those traits, right? Um, like I I would look at it as I'm probably the more stubborn, rooted one of the two of us. Whereas I think you're more open-minded and malleable and willing to change. Would you think that that's? Would you say that's fair yeah. to say? Yeah. We're like we're definitely on the opposite ends of the spectrum on in that regard. But you know, even just in my own journey and my own experiences, I think that when we communicate, or 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 when I communicate with other folks, like other people can see that oh, you know, John is you know pretty tolerant. He's pretty open-minded. He's willing to like grow and change and and be more accepting of stuff. I still would. I mean, would you agree with that? Would you yeah, say yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, uh -huh. yeah. So, I think that I'm still very stubborn 
and you know what I'm saying in many regards. Um, and I don't think that that aspect of me will necessarily ever change. Right. But I think that whatever sort of experiences, growth and learning that I have done is just recognizing that, hey, John, like it's not a conducive way to move throughout the world telling everybody that their ideas are stupid. Maybe you should like listen and, you know, you know, <laughs> that kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? But like yeah. deep down, like I'm still like a very rooted, planted person and I'm not very movable in any of my opinions or thoughts or feelings. Um and so, you know, you just, you got to find balance, right? Like, on some Libra shit. Yeah. Speaking of Libra. On gang, the gang. Shit, gang. Yeah, gang, uh, yeah, what? Uh, four more days? In Libra yeah, let's season. get, let's get the fuck out of this season, man, and talk Whoa. to some real fuckers, bro. Whoa. Where my, where my, where my Scorpios at? Where y'all at out here, Whoa. G? Where y'all, where the little Scorpio baddies at, yo? That's Let's relax. Let's relax. Scorpio baddies? Let's get the fuck up out of Libra season. <laughs> um, we just need to move back to the Capricorn season so my gang can thrive and be great because that's really what it's all about. Capricorn gang in the bitch. Uh, you mad? It's fine. As, as a preview, we talked about this on the podcast uh, yesterday, of course, that theory. And I mentioned that uh, uh, serial killers. Bruh. Um, you stupid. I swear to God. That's how you started uh, the episode, mind you. Like, you started the conversations with this. Like, you were OD, but keep going. Keep yeah, going. so uh, this uh, list of women serial killers in history, mm -hmm. um, and looked at all the zodiac signs, and the majority of them were uh, Capricorns, Scorpios, or uh, Pisces, I think. Yep, Capricorn, Scorpios, and Pisces. Damn. So, yeah, there you go for Capricorn season, and there you go for Scorpio season. Bro, I don't. I need you to. I need you to post that to the page so motherfuckers can see the receipts. Cause I don't know, man. I feel like Capricorns is mad cool, bro. Like, and women Capricorns. Oh, uh, I mean, I mean, you know, uh, there's a there's a a woman Capricorn that we're close to and that we're friends with, and she's not a serial killer at all. I don't think. Um, I Scorpios. Said I'll, I know. Listen, I forgot we were recording. I'm gonna say something very outrageous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting here trying to post it to our group, and I'm like, my trying to multitask, and I almost made an oh. offhanded comment. Oh my gosh, we be forgetting, like we be recording, <laughs> forget like what's live and what's not, bro. Like oh, I'm telling you, we got to be careful. Like one of these days, we gonna get caught the fuck up, bro. Like. We gotta be smooth, V. We gotta be smooth. But hey, I fuck with all the I, I fuck with the Pisces females, man. I definitely fuck with the Capricorn females. And low key, like I, I fuck with the Scorpios, bro. Why not? Uh, I mean, why not? Why not? I can definitely tell you who I don't fuck with more than who I do fuck with, though. Ooh. But Ooh. I don't know. Let's know. Let's know. Nah, I'm <laughs> I'll chill it, bro. I'll chill it. I'll chill it. I'll chill it. I'll chill it, bro. Libras is cool, fam. Y'all just be hella wishy-washy, bro. Hey, listen. I'll be hella wishy-washy. Hey, but also, but then also, like somehow, like fucking sexual deviance, like, and I'd be like, yo, where the fuck did that come from? Like, whoa. Hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait <laughs> a minute. Whoa, whoa. Man, I, when we get offline, I got to tell you about uh, the shorty that made me fall in love with her this one time, G. All right, all right. So in that case, uh, let's good go ahead. lord, 
Let's go um, ahead and move into our ABM segment so John can tell me this quick story. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I think I think you're going first this week. All right, yeah, let's check it out. Okay, so um, I, I meant to tell you this uh, beforehand, but um, I'm I'm on the uh, I'm on the verge of changing the name of the AVM segment. Okay, for for the listeners out there, um, our AVM is basically the audio, visual, and uh, mental recommendations that we give you guys um, each episode for the week. Uh, but I'm thinking about starting to call it the uh, Griselda appreciation <laughs> i didn't have Griselda on on this this week you did a last minute change because all did. week you've been talking about Griselda <laughs> shit, and i swear to god it's basically just us talking about a griselda's record of some sort actually, and then a video actually, this 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 week it's uh benny's first project has dropped it's called burner proof just want to put right? that out there that's not my right. audio though i changed it you only because you knew I was gonna come for you. <laughs> only because you knew I was coming for you. Big big BSF. Look, that's all. That's all this man has talked about <laughs> all year, bro. Twenty twenty is the year of Griselda, and if you didn't know, now you know, nigga. Okay. So, all right, my AVMs, which is gonna be something that's diverse and captivating and always insightful. Uh, I'm gonna start with my audio, uh, and so this past Wednesday. One of my favorite artists um, from my home country, uh, the United Kingdom, <laughs> or England, uh, James Blake has released an EP. Uh, it's called Before. It's the Before EP. Um, and it's only four tracks. Um, something, uh, you know, kind of just get you through um, a little short segment of time. Uh, but I really like it. You know, James Blake can be super melancholy and and moody and crones a lot on songs but i liked a lot of these tracks because they got a little more bounce to them they're uh it's a it's a little swaggier you know you can tell that he's not in post breakup mode like some of his past albums and like he's in a happy relationship with uh shorty from uh uh the good place the what's the 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 indian um. chick you know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a shorty. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you can see how his music might be a little more upbeat. Listen, you feel me? Listen, like, I'd be happy with life too. Hey, listen, smiling, bro. I'm smiling <laughs> for you, B. Uh, you hear me, bro. Uh, and so, like, so yeah, the before EP. And I feel like some of these tracks might have been, even in the name, it's like something before her because. There's like still like sad shit that he was talking about, but it's like summer 2015, I think is it, one of the lyrics in the last track. Uh, but yeah, shit's fire. And I'm a huge James Blake fan. So check it out for my video. I actually watched a new show for the first time in a long time. Uh, dog, you got to check out. It's called Deaf You on Netflix. Yeah, you heard about Gal You Dead? You know about Gal You Dead? It's in DC, dog. I didn't realize that, but yeah, it is. It is. And so basically, Gallaudet is a university for uh, hearing impaired students. And so basically, everyone there is some level of deaf. Uh, but dog, like the show is just, I, I feel like it's got like so much heart. I feel like it's a reality show, but it does, it's not like shot like reality. And everybody is just so damn relatable. They're college students on campus. But they're deaf. And so, like, the way you would watch any sort of foreign language film, right, like, there's subtitles and shit. But, like, 
you on there and then motherfuckers is going off and you just hear. Okay, so if if, if you, if, I know you guys can't see this, but I feel like I better go, I better go explain what John is doing because I, I don't know if it's offensive or not, but it's not. It's not. He's, he's literally <laughs> like he's throwing up gang signs. <laughs> They be going the fuck off. Like one of the chicks was like, you know, the uh, it's seven hundred women and three hundred dudes at this university. Uh, so the dudes thinking they really out here throwing pipe, but really, they weak at sex or some shit. And they just like talking hella shit, signing it, and the shit's legendary. So I'm like low key just trying to find all the funny fucking words that they be saying. Like dude called himself a fuck boy in in American Sign Language, and I'm like, bro, that's funny as hell. Like, yes, yes, yes. That 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 shit you just threw up right there. Yes, you, yes, you, doctor, I get naked. <laughs> Fuck boy, yes. Uh and so actually, and then one fun thing, I don't think you I don't think I've ever told you this, but when I was a shorty, like my mom wanted to teach us foreign languages. And so like we would be going to school and she'd be playing like books on tape of like learning Spanish and stuff. But she also was teaching us like sign language. So like I can still pretty much remember at least the alphabet um in american sign language and so like i can like spell my name um and shit like that like uh so that's kind of that's dope yeah yeah so like i want to i i think it'd be super dope to like pull up on a chick who might be hearing impaired and then just be like yes 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 or like like my name is j-o-n you know what i'm saying like woo, woo, woo. that'd be super uh super cute <laughs> no. I almost said I almost said something again, bro. You're out of body right I'm, now. <laughs> I'm going. To, I'm going to hold on. I'll tell you after we're done recording. One of these days, we're gonna to have to release like special content, which is, like the unedited versions. You remember that one time that the podcast posted with the unedited clip? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and motherfuckers delete, 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 delete. <laughs> I think I'm calling you at like 2 a.m. Like, bro, delete, delete all that shit. <laughs> Oh, good times. Good times. Oh, man. Yeah, so if y'all ever want to try to catch us slipping, man, every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Pacific time is when it initially drops. So we're going to keep Tunde on his toes. <laughs> um, all right, my mental, my mental, my mental. Okay. Uh, it's a podcast episode. Um, it's the Sway podcast. Uh, it's a New York Times, um, New York Times hosted podcast um, what's the reporter's name is, uh, have you heard of this? Have you heard of this? Mm. Her, her name is, her name is Kara Swisher. Nope. Um, okay. So she's a New York times, uh, opinion, uh, journalist. And she had an episode about, I guess at the time this airs about two weeks ago, uh, with killer Mike. Um, and it says in the episode is called killer Mike says he has a choice to make. Right. And so we've talked about Killer Mike on this show several times, like, you know, how prominent and vocal he's been since the death of George Floyd, um, the work that he's done uh, as an activist, real estate investor, you know, Grammy Award winning rapper for Run the Jewels, blah, blah, blah. But one of the things that made me want to listen to this episode specifically uh, is the fact that he is starting a new uh, virtual bank in consortium with other folks called Greenwood. Uh, of which that I have signed up for the waitlist for to become like a, a member of um, because, you know, we definitely need to support black banking and things like that. And so uh, I wanted to listen to that episode. 
obviously every time Killer Mike talks, like I just am fascinated. One of the quotes that stood out to me from that episode was he said that uh, scared white people scare him. He said, scared white people scare me um, because violence is so easy. Like they're so easily, they can easily do violent things. And so like naturally, right, as a survival mechanism, and I think we can all recognize this is true, when when you feel threatened or uh, afraid, your your natural instinct is to fight or flight. Um, and oftentimes what things occur because of that is very harmful things. Um, and when he said that, I was just like, damn, like that was very well put. But, you know, that's why it's so important to continue to have these dialogues, communicate with people and kind of get past the fear that they're selling people on TV all the time to get to like something more depth and something more in depth and meaningful because um, scared white people scare me, bro. And uh, yeah, for sure, you know, and that's a, a, a bad situation for us. Bad situation for everybody involved, right? But then you just don't have to pay no consequences because it's all right if you're all white. But other than that, mm-hmm. crazy. So, yeah, that took me a long time to get through. But, yeah, those are my AVM recommendations. So we got The Before EP by James Blake, uh, Def You on Netflix, and the Sway Podcast episode, uh, Killer Mike Has a Choice to Make. So that's what I got. Good job. Good job. Good recommendations. Uh, Thanks, man. Thanks, bud. Uh, I think, uh, for my, um, ABM, I'm going to start my audio. And like I said, I switched last minute from, uh, Benny, um, over to another album I've also been listening to this week or this weekend. Uh, cause a lot, of, a lot of stuff came out on Friday, on Friday, but, um, I, uh, my recommendation for audio is Black Thought, I dropped an album. Uh, it's called Streams of Thought, volume three. And I... Really like this album. Oh, I'm sorry, Season Star Volume Three, Kane and Abel. Uh, I heard this the first single two weeks ago, and it's called Good Morning. It featured is you know Black Dog featuring Pusha T, Swiss Beats, and, and aforementioned Killer Mike. Um, I like. I knew I had to download this album just based on that song. I well, I love Pusha T, right? Facts. And Killer Mike comes through at the end, dropping so much knowledge at the end. Always, he's bro. talking about he's talking about Moors and and how like how uh, as black people what we were doing before, you know, we, we you know uh, we had our own civilization and like I think Killer Mike, I think his content is so underrated Facts. that like Facts. sometimes like you listen to him like rapping, you like oh man. Let me go Google this because I've never heard of yeah. this. And like, yeah. Like sometimes, you know, I, I, I like you like you said before. Like I love, I love Zelda. I love you know cocaine rap. Mm-hmm. But you know, Facts. sometimes we'll switch it up and like listen to some some empowerment music or like lyrics. And yep. um, Black Thought definitely gives you that. I mean, his yep. name is Black. His name is Black Thought. Come on. Exactly. Um, exactly. And, I mean, to that point, right? Like speaking on Killer Mike, you know. Everybody's been talking about the 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 Tulsa riots, you know, and it's been really popular in in mass media. But even the name uh, of Greenwood yeah. is like the historic the, the colony in Tulsa, Oklahoma. But it's that positive spin on it, right? Like everyone wants to say Tulsa and the race massacre and all that stuff, but Greenwood was the thriving community, and the idea is to bring back that thriving community, right? And so. Yeah. You know, you can tell that there's thought put into a lot of these things, and that's like I'd appreciate and I appreciate appreciate about artists like Black Thought too, right? Yep. 
for sure. So that's my audio. Um, my visual is this movie that I that I happen to catch on on Amazon Prime called The Lie, and I've been talking about this movie all week. Uh, like it's it's mind blowing to me. Like because the ended, I'm like, you you got to be shitting me. Uh, I I guess I can t- give a little bit of of. Don't you fucking just, spoil this. I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not going to spoil this. Just basically, uh, middle-aged, di- divorced, uh, divorced people um, have a teenage daughter, um, co-parenting. Uh, the, the dad is like midlife crisis, whatever, has a band. The wife is a, law- a lawyer. He picks her up and one of her friends for like a weekend, dropped him off at like, I don't know, cheerleading camp or something like that. They're stopping on the way, and apparently the 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 daughter pushes the friend off of a bridge. Holy shit! And, and kills her. And then the whole movie is them spent trying to cover up her tracks so that she doesn't go Holy to jail. Sh- Holy shit! Yeah, it's fucking wild. And like keeping up, keeping up, keeping up this lie. So that's why it's called huh. a lie. It's fucking. It has. It's it's a crazy ass movie. Um, there are some people who said well, after they watched it. They didn't like it, which is fine. I, I don't think this movie is for everyone, but there are people who watched it and said they had the same exact reaction that I did. But um, if you do watch this movie, let me know what you think. It's called The Lie. It's on Amazon Prime um, Video, and so um, so that's my that's my visual and my um, my mental is actually also a uh, a podcast and. It's called, um, the podcast series, it's uh, by MSNBC. It's called Into America. It's by Tremaine Lee. I think I, one of my uh, messages is also. I feel like you've done it before. Yeah, yeah but this is another a different episode. episode. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. This is the most uh, recent episode. It came out this, this past Monday called, um, it's, the episode title is called Into, Black, Into the Black Creeks Pushing for Tribal Citizenship. And it's about this, uh, um, Native American tribe called the Muscogee Creek Nation in Oklahoma, and um, and how like they so in certain tribal nations you have to have like certain amount of like uh, genetics or blood to be a part of that nation and, and get the benefits of being a part of that nation. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Muscogee Creek Nation they were originally from you know like the Georgia uh, Alabama area. And then right. you know the the Trail of Terrors, Andrew Jackson basically pushed all like those Native Americans westward, and so they settled yep. in Oklahoma. And yep. but what people don't talk about is back then, uh, Native Americans, some of them also owned black slaves. What so they, I did yeah. not know that. So they took the slaves, oh, and it, so they took the slaves with them, and then but there also were some freed black people who also went with them as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so they settled in Oklahoma, and then so like the the, the initial treaty said that since these were your slaves and these people went with you, then they are part of your nation as well. Mm-hmm. And, and then so as, as so the, the that was this treaty, and that was was bound by law. So then they, they so then um, at the turn of the century, what happened was um, uh, there there was um, the, the people who were actually like Native American by blood. They was like, oh well. We wanted like to like create like um, wealth for our our nation, and we're gonna like start creating like these family numbers, um, or road numbers. And what happened was like in um, 1979 they rewrote the constitution 
and changed the parameters for the citizenship, and they excluded the black people. Of course they did. Yeah, and then the way they excluded it was based on skin color. Oh, you're oh too wow. Dark, you're too like, like, like no like oh. DNA tests, no nothing. How like original? Tests. How exactly. original? Paper, paperback test, basically. You're too dark. Yeah. You're not part of the, you're not part of our nation, right? Yeah. So now there's black people. They're like, wait a minute, like you shape your constitution does has nothing to do with like the treaty. The constitution not bound by law. The treaty uh-huh. is. So we should be part of this nation and they have all the benefits. And like in the I don't know in like the damn there eighty or ninety years since you know we've been kicked out of this nation. Like we still have some traditions, but like she's like. They did an interview with one of the women who's great um great granddaughter of um the original member of the Creek Nation, right? Uh-huh. And she's like, I've I can't speak the language. And that's because, you know, I've lost that because you've discriminated against us, basically. Sure. So, so it's like it's it's crazy to think about because of the two groups of people who've been discriminated the most in this country is um is indigenous people and it's yep. and it's and it's black people, right? Yep. So yep. so it's crazy to think that that between those two people that they can be like this this division as well so um i think it's a, a really interesting listen sure honestly yeah. it, it begs the question to me is like is discrimination or 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 separatism is that like inherently human whereas you could be somebody from a marginalized group and still marginalize other people of a different group i think like, so it's like it's like inherently human that like to be human is to Put someone down, put down the other. But also, I just want to put this out. I think it's also learned behavior as well because. Uh, so it can't be both. It can't be both though. No, it can't I, be I, a I, I, think one, I think it's learned behavior because if you, if you if you let's say let's say for instance look at police brutality right, okay. right. Uh, th- there's there's a, there's a campaign now called and and SARS in Nigeria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, yeah. where like uh, the police are basically. Uh, killing people, sexually abusing people, basically doing whatever the fuck they want, mm-hmm. and uh, the way the police behave, they're behaving like police behave in other, you know, countries. And it's yeah. and then, and it's and they police is not a thing that's inherent to Nigeria, right? Right, like, right, right. Like they they learned this from the the country that colonized them, and that's Britain. Right. So, so I think that. A lot of discrimination and a lot of putting people down, um, in in uh, societal structures can be learned. But like the inherent discrimination of uh, you're different than me, so I'm going to treat you differently. I think that it's in all people. If that makes sense. Well, then we're fucked, right? Yeah, basically, humans uh, hu- humans can be trash. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, All but right. that, that's my mental though. Yeah, no, it sounds it sounds I mean it's already got us thinking about shit already, right? Like so it sounds super captivating. And what's the name of that podcast again? Um Into, Into America. America. Yeah, by, by by it's hosted by Tremaine Lee. He's like a yep. like like really Pulitzer Prize winning um black black man who works for um uh NBC. Shout out to these black uh these black journalists out here getting this money, G. So that's all I have for this week. Damn, bro. Shit, heat as always, man. Straight heat as always. So let's wrap this bad boy up, yeah? Yep. All right. So, everybody, we're going to bring this show on home. Let me, let me get sultry with it. <laughs> <laughs> 
first and foremost, I would like to thank you all for listening. This has been another episode of the Summer 16 Podcast. We cannot thank you enough. <laughs> okay, stop laughing, bro. John the, six, John, John the Sex Symbol. Put the voice Come on. on, bro. Stop it. Stop <laughs> it. I'm trying to be serious. Stop trying to be serious. <laughs> Fuck it, man. Let's get this done. So, as always, guys, you can stay connected with us on our email, summer16podcast at gmail.com. That's summer16podcast at gmail.com. We had a lot of really good, thoughtful things today. We would love to hear your feedback on our waxing hypothetical. Do you think that people can change? Yes, no. Um, we'll put polls up on our Instagram, summer16pod. That's summer16pod, same as our Twitter account. Uh, and our Facebook page, summer16podcast. You know, I think we're going to put this poll up to really finally, once and for all, determine who is the Summer 16 sex symbol. It's obviously tune date, but, you know, let's humor him, guys. Let's give him some time to, you know, really just come to grips with it. And it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. He'll be fine. But just give us your honest feedback. We can't wait to hear from it. Yeah, And to make it a little easier, we will make sure that we include the links in the description. All right? As always, if you enjoyed the content, you want to help us grow help us provide better shows. You know, we have a lot of ideas and things in the works. And, you know, some additional cash can help us make those things become a reality. You can always put a little something-something towards our cash app. It's dollar sign, summer 16 pod. Anything helps, guys. You know, we appreciate you continuing to listen, support us in any way throughout these times. So like, rate, subscribe, listen, recommend to... Anyone you know, and we're going to be available on wherever podcasts are available. So fuck with the kids. And until next time, whole lot of gang shit. Gang, 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 gang. Stay safe, y'all. Stay out of trouble, man. Wear a fucking mask. All that good shit. Please. We out of here, baby. Peace.